Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast. I am Morten Drøvik and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague Lars Roskild Hedriksen. Guten Tag, Lars. <laughs> Hi Morten, great to be here as always and looking forward to recording this episode with you. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, we record them to support you in learning GTD or becoming even better GTD so you can really experience the benefits of GTD. Um, and we hope that you find these episodes really valuable regardless of how experienced you are with GTD. And if it, this is, um, you know, you'd like a refresher on the best practices and basics of, of GTD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six of the podcast. Indeed. And today, today's episode, we have named mental health generally and specifically uh, we are going to address uh, mental health issues and uh, the fact that some of your mental health issues can be helped uh, with um, getting things done. So we are going to start with Lars giving us the definition of you know well-being mental health <laughs> and this is yes. from World Health Organization, I believe. <clears throat> there are many different definitions. So when you when you research the topic, a lot of different definitions show up. But but starting off with the one from the World Health Organization, it's the, a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So four, four different uh, key topics in that one. Realize your own abilities, cope with the normal stresses of life, work productively, and make a contribution to your community. Exactly. And as I said in the, we said, I said in the pre-show, that sounds like GDD, the whole thing. <laughs> so, but um, let's talk about the, you know, the, the mental health and Please, everybody, we are not any, you know, psychotherapist or psychologist or anything mm, yeah. uh, professional here. So, so what we say is our, our, our opinions, and they may be wrong. We are fallible. We are human <laughs> beings. Okay. So, so, but, but mental health is, uh, you know, the general, and by the way, it's just been Mental Health Day, um, October 10th. So we are, you know, recording this a little late, uh, late for this, but inspired also by the the fact that getting things done do something with uh, parts of mental health problems. Mm. Um, you know, mental health problems are really wide, um, yeah. and if you really need, uh, you understand, you need. Um, a psychologist or a psychotherapist or a psychiatrist of or a professional. Please do go there. Go to mm, someone absolutely. that can help you. And, uh, we, and we are going to put in the show notes at, um, at, um, a link to of all things in this world <laughs> who could talk <laughs> about mental health. Netflix has put together a very good um, um, page for you that's called Wanna Talk About It and we will link to that wannatalkaboutit.com where you will have national resources. So if you come from Finland or wherever you are listening, it will show you local national resources for mental health. So if you're carrying something you feel very difficult to carry, go talk to someone. Talk yeah, about it. Exactly. Which is, I think, is the, 
the the one thing that really works with mental problems health problems is talk to people don't be afraid don't keep it to yourself i think that is the biggest trap you can fall into because you want to succeed with your mental health problems on your own which is very difficult so um but are we um we are going to talk about um you know the general non well-being that we we feel uh, as normal human beings and and i would want to us to kind of normalize some of them because um i'm sure throughout life it's very difficult not to have mental issues and with that i mean mm. that when life throws you difficult curveballs you will feel out of control you will feel bad about your, your life you can be depressed um and and this is this is i'm just saying this this is part of life and it's normal so let's just talk about it mm. um i i've talked about my mental health issues back in the day when i had my um my mental breakdown i did a burnout i had a burnout maybe we will link to that episode where i discussed this with um uh, the panel of david allen company plus plus um among others david allen was there and to talk about this and um where i mentioned that i went on a sick leave for a very long time with a lot of anxiety because i worked too hard um and and i know today that if i had ggd i would not have gone there this is the conclusion of that episode is that because i have a way to manage um, whatever life um, throws mm. at me, I don't keep it in my head. I externalize it. That makes a lot of help. But yeah, that's uh, episode mm. forty-nine of the podcast is where you'll okay. find. It. You can find it on on YouTube as well. But um, if you are on the uh, podcast, you can go back and find episode forty-nine. Yes. So um, <clears throat> and and uh, but we have mental health problems that are b- beyond normal people's ability to to cope with and that's what i mm. allude to when i say want to want to talk about it.com this is the place for you to find l- local professional resources mm. but um um we talk about you know what is the symptom of you know mental health issues and you had a definition somewhere didn't you Lars? Mm. as a can you read that back to us the definition from the World Health Organization was mm. had four sort of key things in it. Mm. Yeah, but you 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 talk about symptoms uh, of the lack of mental health is uh, you don't sleep good. That's also true. Yeah, so there mm. were three sort of key uh, some some early signs as they mm. mentioned uh, mm. related to to these health problems could be sleep irritation, lack of energy, and suicidal thinking were three sort of key things to to yeah. from 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 that. Yeah, because it it is uh, you know sleep is very um, important, and to be just if you are feeling difficulties to sleep because you're you're you you are worrying about things, uh, you know I wouldn't call it a magic trick or the magic bullet, but it really works. Is that have a pen and paper and write your worries down before you go to sleep, and promise yourself I will look at this tomorrow. But now I need my sleep, and that mm. that actually works. Um, Unless your worries are really, really big, then I I don't know if that's going to work either. So, mm. 
Yeah. No, and, and, and uh, I do remember seeing studies about this as well that showed, you know, they, they did tests on this. So writing these things down, things that show up as you were going to sleep, um, they, they came to the conclusion that you fell asleep 15 minutes faster than you otherwise would have. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that simple pen pen and, and paper, uh, step one in, mm. in GTD to capture them, that, that really mm. does help uh, help when yeah. it comes to sleep. Yeah, indeed. So, so um, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, or show you people about the, um, we have uh, something called um, the Yerkes Dodson's Law that we have um, looked at uh, before, and I want to show you this now on screen. If I can do this, it's, it looks like this. Um, I will show you the the, the curve because you can't see this; it's a little too big, but. Um, what we, I want to talk about here is that we have a lot of stress factors in people's lives. And when you have stress for a long time, it will lead to a lot of bad things in your life. So don't go there. And stress can be um, also coupled with overwhelm and the feeling of you can't, um, you can't breathe. Um, so, and we talk about one of the things that really is... Um, something getting things done is doing something about and that we think that a lot of the stress contributors in the work life is mismanaged expectations and what do i mean with that well i mean that when you give yourself uh, too many things to do and there is not enough time then you have mismanaged expectations both from yourself and from others so if your manager believes you or wants you to to deliver on expectations you are not capable of then you are in stress so so let's look it's at worth mentioning for the, for mm. those listening that there will be a link as well in the show notes so you yeah. can go in and, and see this as well as you as you listen along if you want hmm. so let's look at the, the curve itself and then we will go uh, and talk about the different parts of it and i will hide this hide this if i can now lars if i can make us go away uh, let's see where are we <laughs> technology is cool but you have to find the right buttons there we go now we disappear so um if you look at this uh, curve now this has a performance axis and a stress level axis and you have symptoms so when this when the stress level is increasing uh, your performance will increase until a certain point and uh, there will be different uh, what you, what would you call it symptoms uh, or um, places where you will understand you will feel that something is off but if you look at this now and we look about the stress levels is that the little stress level is good or you know in the goldilocks zone of 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 stress it's good because if you don't have any stress at all you are inactive you don't get up in the morning and mm. if you have um too much or sorry a little more stress you will also then of course maybe be you know um underloaded and you you are not uh, engaged in your world but when you have the optimum stress you, you you hit what we call stress-free productivity, which is getting things done, helps you get getting there. But then if you have too much stress, you are in overload and you feel fatigue, you feel exhaustion, it's not fun to be you, it starts to get not uh, good for you. And if you are there long term, you get chronic, then you are on path for what we call um, burnout. And these, uh, the, this stage is... Um, um, 
according to the scientists who made this um, curve, uh, anxiety, panic, and anger. And if you are really there for a long time, you go into the black part there, which where breakdown is. And this, I've been there. This is not fun. And episode mm. 42, was it? Uh, 49. 49. Thank you. But the symptoms, let's look at them. So if you remember the, the orange is good and everything else, you know, you would prefer not to have. And you can have a look at the, the sleep, sorry, the, 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 your mood, sleep, your, your uh, ability to feel control, awareness and decision. And I'm not going to linger here, here a lot. But if you feel that you are, uh, you know, your mood is not good, you're irritable or you're passive, you're under-stimulated, uh, maybe you should look at this and, and do something. If your sleep is not good, try and uh, and look at uh, what can you do for getting into good sleep. If you feel you, are, you're, uh, you don't have uh, any control on any anything or you have little control, maybe it's uh, um, uh, time to take some steps. And for your awareness and your decision making, it's very difficult to make decisions when you are in overwhelm and in, in stress. And and so so the ideal is uh, orange, where you have the, the optimum part of stress, where you have sorry the optimum amount of stress, where you can feel um, I am getting up in the morning, I am making uh, decisions of what, what what to do. I am feel in control. I am not overwhelmed. I feel it's fun, and I'm I'm at the edge of little too much maybe. Sometimes I'm but. I, I rang it in and I'm I'm I, I can I'm in control of my life. So um, anything to add for this, uh, Lars? Do you think you would like to add something? No, I think it's um, you know as always uh, when it comes to GTD, we're not looking to be at a ten out of ten all the time. We're not no. always in the orange area as you, no. you described there. Um, and um, uh, right now I'm I'm listening again to the. Uh, making it all work book from 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 mm. David, um, where he again uh, talks about this that that we're not looking to to stay in that quadrant where everything you know everything is uh, perfectly aligned when it comes to perspective everything is under control. Um, if you're not throwing yourself off course, uh, maybe maybe even daily, mm. then then you might be be going stale a bit. Mm. So so we're not looking to to you know within, it's not like nothing will ever throw you off course, uh, but we're looking to identify that, see that it happened, and and see mm. if we can get back on again to the mm. to the right zone. Mm. And and what we also say about um, expectations and your feeling for you know when you have your ability to deliver on your expectations and others' expectations that rises your uh, stress level. But what also, uh, you know, rises your stress level is that you're trying to use your head as a system. Hmm. So, so, um, so if you start, uh, for those of you who, out there who are GGDers, there is a, um, you know, ways you can think about this is um, if you have... Uh, using your head as a system, stop doing that. It's going to help. But if you are overcommitted, you have too high expectation, or you allow the people around you to have too high expectation of what you should deliver on, you will continue to be stressed. So that's why the, uh, having a look at your horizons of focus, uh, going up to the areas of responsibility and renegotiate them so that you have good days. Mm. And that is renegotiate what people expect of you to deliver on. So if you are you know, you should be able 
you know, when you stop using your head as a system, start using GGD, your productivity level goes up, that your ability to deliver on more is going up. But at some point, there is a limit to everything. You know, you're just mm. human. You're not superhuman. You're, um, you know, hacking your life with getting things done, trying to get more out of it. But at some point, you need to stop and have a look and say, hey, and I'm still working too hard or I f- still feel feel a little overwhelmed well maybe that's because you're overcommitted yourself so mm, yeah and as I said you know the the couple the the we have a sim syndrome or symptom I don't know if, what, what I would call this but in Norway we have a, a saying about or a, um, um, a t- term for someone who is a, a woman who is very good at uh, her job and she's flink pike, which means a g- good girl and she mm. always over delivers she always want to be you know she she or he there are flinke gutter also good boys as well but they mm. are they are overcommitting themselves they are you know undermining their own psychology with overcommitment so that they are they never feel that they are on top of their world yeah. and um they are I'm sure you have them in Denmark as well. Uh, <laughs> all no, over we the never world. overcommitted. No, 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 no. That's no. But this, this. If you are, if you have this uh, symptom that you always want to, you know, um, overcommit. You always want to overdeliver. You want to make everybody else happy, but you. Yeah. If you are having that as a, a personality trait or something that you're you have in your personality, uh, you will always. Um, end up doing more than you should maybe and then mm. getting things done is not going to to um, uh, to to help you but if you couple that with time optimism you know the the flink peak and the, the time mm. optimist then you are setting yourself up for failure because you will never oh that will take five minutes and 25 minutes after you're still at it so <laughs> Mm, yeah. so, no, and I clearly remember that myself, uh, you know, mm. the perfectionism side of things, especially when graduating from the university and starting to work, learning to deliver the, you know, the tasks at hand at the the necessary quality level, not the mm. optimal 110, yeah. 150%, but actually, you know, sometimes 70, 80% is just fine. And yeah. learning that, 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 that took a long time. Yeah. And I was actually recently reminded about this. I met uh, a friend of a friend uh, who we used to hang out with a lot. I met him at a, at a concert recently, and I was talking to him, and he reminded me of how, how much I actually worked back then. That was one of the key mm. things that he, rem- he 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 remembered about me was that that I would would you know we we might even be at a party, mm. and I might have checked my emails, and I might have left the party, and I would you know go up and and work for a while, and then come back and 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 join them again. Um, so um, yeah, that does. Does sound familiar, Norris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it was in the past for you. So yes, it really was. But um, just to to for people who are not very familiar with getting things done, maybe we should, uh, or maybe you could um, talk about uh, the empty head, uh, the only one thing on your mind, the idea of getting things done. Why are we capturing and doing the five steps? Um, mm, yeah. Can you to give us yeah, some well, brief overview? Yeah, well, well, I guess there are depending on on which path you want to take. There are multiple reasons to 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 why you'd want to be there, depending on your motivation for for using GCD. But getting all that stuff out of your head into a trusted system is is the basics. Um, so we walk through that in the in the five steps as a starting point, capturing all the stuff that has your attention, identifying where stuff shows up that you need to then 
deal with for each of those things, make a decision. That's what we call clarify. So deciding what's the next action, if it's actionable, and possibly if there's a, a project, then what's the decided outcome if there are multiple steps that need to take place. And then mm -hmm. take that decision, put that into a trusted system. Um, and um, and actually, uh, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm reading the, the Making It All Work book. And uh, I think the, the just to, to detour for, for a short while, the, the, um, the trusted system thing, I think was something that, that some people are you know, not familiar with or would struggle with because what, what does that actually mean? And mm. in, in the Making It All workbook, he, he refers to it as, you know, that you don't, uh, he refers to your calendar because that's mm. uh, obviously a list that, that most people will have. Um, and, and saying that you don't think about your calendar. You know that the stuff is in there. You might have some attention on the activities for the day, meetings coming up or things like that. But otherwise you trust that your calendar will remind you and it's a, a list, a map to, to bring up to orient yourself. And so that would be the, the trusted system. And mm. and then focus on not just taking whatever is, is, is time specific, but also all the, all the other stuff that shows up in your life, mm. getting that into a trusted system and having the according maps that, that you need for that. Mm. Step four would be reflect, take a step back, zoom out a bit at least, uh, you know, when you start off with GTD, a weekly review once a week, taking a step back and getting that overview um, to make sure that everything is, is, is working smoothly and you're ready for the weeks to come. And step mm. five being engage, mm. working on the right things at the right time. Mm. So that would help you towards that uh, that empty empty head. Yeah. So 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 what what you do basically is you write everything that has your attention down somewhere. Then you for making it staying uh, keep staying out of your head. You have to clarify what it means to you. So it's, and park it somewhere. The, the decisions in a system you trust so that it will stay outside your head and then you will have to reflect on it on a, on a regular basis to maintain an overview and a, a feeling of control and then you have to engage and do the stuff that you decided to do and if you do that your empty will you know sorry your head will stay empty or your mind will stay empty um and it is easier to then focus on what's in front of you. and But if you don't do that, if you do what a lot of people do, is that you are trying to have more than one thought in your brain. At the same time, you are reflecting and you are interrupting yourself with conflicting thoughts and ideas. And, oh, I haven't done that. Oh, I forgot that mail to Bob. I have to send in that mail. And I have to call my father because something, something. And then all of these things are conflicting in your brain and you're trying to reflect on them on to, uh, at the same time, that's not possible. That comes with a cost. That cost is um, uh, more time usage, around 50% more time. And your stress levels will go up. Your cortisol level in your brain will go up and you will be in stress. So the reason we are trying to do getting things done, getting things out of your head is to lower your stress levels uh, with a very practical way of lowering your stress mm -hmm. levels. Yeah. And when you lower your stress levels, you get a lot of good feelings, good mental health, which is um, a feeling of overview, a feeling of control, a feeling of mastery, um, mm. productivity. You feel you are doing something. And uh, um, now we are back at the, the definition of um, uh, well-being um, or mental health. Um, and you can contribute to your, you know, your, your work and your, your family and your, your society. And yeah. And what is what is not news for for you and me and for those who practice or do GTD, um, you feel more happy mm -hmm. <laughs> when you do your GTD. Exactly. And yeah. and this is not just Lars and me saying this, but um, um, 
we, this has been measured. And if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Lars, but I, we have two different uh, surveys. Uh, both of them, I think, are from our UK partners, uh, Next Actions Associates or Next Actions Associates and partners in Germany, where they have measured uh, how people feel about happiness after getting things done. I, I, and I think that the, the numbers is between... 72 and 82 or 71 and 82 percent something like that sounds right it yep. says that there are they are more happy after they they have started with getting things done yeah exactly and, and anecdotally i can also tell you that you know i had just um i finished my um um, um workflow co uh sorry um virtual coaching sessions with the um uh, a client and uh, and she's super happy <laughs> she write me emails and she's she's like oh i feel so good this is so good <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like i'm in control of my life i feel good about my commitments i feel good about my direction and you know and that's why mm. you and I get up in the morning, Lars, isn't it? <laughs> People get those good feelings. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no I'm, I, I um, you know, I, I look back at uh, some of the feedback that we got from from coaching mm. as well, and I, I found one one piece of feedback as well from from a coaching client in in Denmark who specifically mentioned her mental health as being so much so much better than before, mm. far more confident, far less guilty. Because mm. a lot of guilt can really weigh you weigh you down with all of these different uh, commitments. So yeah. both personally and professionally, really made yeah. a, a big difference. Um, and even yeah, lost weight, had so much more energy. So it, <laughs> a lot of things really go together with this when you start to get that stuff out of your head mm. and really start to manage those commitments in a better way. Then mm. uh, a lot of things can happen. Yeah, and we we are um, you know th there are alternatives to getting things done. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it, uh, let's just look at them as, as we, you know, I've come across them. Uh, we've, uh, we have mindfulness, which is, yeah. um, if I just understand this correctly, this is a um, um, school of thoughts where you can train yourself to be more present in the moment by, what would I call it, talk, it to, talk you through. Uh, for instance, if you have a thought, just let it come and then let, it, let it pass. Don't try and control your thinking. Just let it happen. Okay. And um, and that's that's if I understand the, the core of mindfulness is um, trying to be present in the moment. It's like mini yoga. Uh, no, sorry, mini yeah, meditations. Um, meditation. I was going to say um, meditation, which is um, more the heavier mindfulness i'm not sure if i'm i'm i'm, I'm talking out of my um, one body part we shall not mention now but uh, <laughs> but but um about things i don't know but mindfulness is we talked about this before in this podcast is that um when you talk about mindfulness the the idea that you should be present in the moment but it we have a colleague in the UK, his name is Robert Peake, and he said it so good one time, is that it's hard to be mindful when your mind is full. Hmm. So so if you want to be learn mindfulness, maybe just have a pen and paper and just write every thought that you might want to do something about down, and then every other's thoughts are just kind of um, uh, floats in your brain that you will not do something about, but is pleasant or hopefully good for you, then just be in that. 
Mm. And I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And I, I know people who are doing meditation, people who are GGDers and are getting extra something out of the meditation. So I'm not dizzing or I'm not, um, you know, trying to put mindfulness or meditation down. But mm. they work, I would say, better in tandem with getting things done. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the mindfulness practice is certainly a good step to get, mm -hmm. you know, try to be better at managing all the stuff that bounces around in your head. That, mm -hmm. That's part of GTD as well. We just manage them differently instead of yeah. trying to push them away and learn to live with them. Then we try mm -hmm. to, to, to figure out how we deal with them so they yeah. sort of they don't show, keep showing up in there. Mm -hmm. Because it's, I feel that um, if you are not writing them down out of your head, is there is like trying to keep balloons under water. You know, mm. the the second you let go of the balloon underwater, it will float to the surface. It will pop up. And yeah. uh, especially if you have too many balloons you're trying to keep underwater at the same time, it's going to be the same feeling that are going to, you know, uh, escape you and pop to, to your mental surface and uh, bug you. So mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. then we have um, like yoga, uh, which is also an alternative for, you know, lowering your stress levels, which is very mm. good for your body. Um, I've not tried yoga myself, but I know people are telling me that there are, uh, you know, good health issues, uh, you know, sorry, good uh, mental health help in that. But it doesn't take away your stress levels on a permanent. It's like it, you keep it at bay for a while, I think. I'm not sure. But the, the, your problems do, do not disappear. They will reappear at some point mm. if you don't yeah. write them down and decide what to do with them. So, mm. But exercise in general, of course, will will also yes. be helpful yes. along with uh, the right diet and and, and all yeah. that. It's it's yeah. uh, it's certainly mm. and, and sleep, like we we spoke about yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. And and so so it, it, I would say that you know do all the good stuff that will help you feel good mm. about you and who you are. And uh, if you want to use getting things done for that, good. Continue doing that. Write stuff down that will help you. And um, it it's it's. Um, it is easier to th think clearly about your life and, you know, do something about it. You know, take control of your sleep, take control of your stress levels. If if you don't use your head as a system, just hmm. write the things down, people. It starts there. <laughs> just write <laughs> stuff out of your brain. It's so simple. And it's, and, but it's so logical. So if you write something out of your head, you promise yourself, I will look at this later. And then later, you decide what to do with it, if anything, and then park it in a trusted system if you're going to do something about it so that you know that will be your calendar and your list system so that you can then, when you are ready to engage, you can engage with it. But then you have to look at this system on a regular basis to make sure that um, nothing slips, you're in control, you're keeping your system up to date, and then engage with whatever makes most sense in the moment for you. Either what you decided that's on your calendar or what you find on your list if you have a little, you know, hmm. spare time or uh, an hour or something in between. Yeah, exactly. So, and it, and it does really help. It has helped hmm. me tremendously. It helps me every day because I know I have too much to do. <laughs> <laughs> I really, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I know you, I, I'm sure you have the same feelings. You know, we have rich family lives. We are uh, uh, engaged in things outside our work. Uh, and we have, I have, I'm trying to, you know, to build a business in the Nordic region to, with my partners. And, and uh, you know, I'm um, 
board member of a company and you know that there are things happening in my mm. life it's very rich and it's very complex uh, i love it but if i try to keep it in my head i will i will kneel in a day or two and i will start crying <laughs> because i can't manage this <laughs> in my brain <laughs> i need an outside system so um yeah Okay, so we really need GTD. That's why we're doing it, isn't it, Lars? We (laughs) really need that structure. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I was reminded about this uh, recently with, you know, these commitments showing up and not being a good GTDer. Uh, I Mm. had a... um, uh, you know, a, a weekend ruined would might be a bit of a, 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 a too big of a word for it, but it really impacted my my weekend. I, I had a mm. I had a speech Friday morning, and then I was traveling abroad uh, for a weekend away with a business network that I'm in. Um, and for some reason, and and I and I always tell people this in seminars and coaching, you know, don't you know, be careful with with those um, emergency scans and checking inboxes when you're not able to to deal with them <laughs> because you don't know what kind of stuff might be be in there and that might really take your attention away from things and yeah. i got an email back uh, i checked him i got up friday morning at 5 a.m i had to leave leave early and for some mm. reason i decided no i just want to see what's what's in there even though i knew i could not do anything about it during the the day and the and then the weekend was coming up um and and uh, there was an email in there that really threw me off uh, where yeah. there was a misunderstanding about something that that i had uh, delivered as a as a speech which wasn't uh, was supposed to be a different format so it really was a, a big um, misunderstanding um and i was you know it was a big client was something that i that i really you know put my best effort into and and uh, you know coming back to the perfectionism that i hinted at uh, earlier it really wanted to be be excellent and it really was the <laughs> the exact opposite because it, it wasn't what they were looking for um, and that thought, I really struggled getting that thought out of my head. And, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to hang on to that reminder uh, mm-hmm. as, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we dealing with these things in the way that mm-hmm. we do? Uh, so trying to, to get that out. Mm. Um, and and that led me also to the you know the, that that leads back to the overwhelm part and also leads to mm. leads to the the happiness part in mm. you know getting all that stuff out of your head because there is so much you know it's it's great when you tick things off your list and that makes you maybe probably makes you feel good and it's great that we complete these things but that that sort of um, happiness might might go away fairly quickly where this you know when you have the right tools to manage the stuff that shows up mm. then you 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 don't feel so bad about things that aren't done yet you don't feel mm. so concerned about things that might show up and when things do show up you have a, a framework and a way to manage these kinds of things so you're mm. again not thrown away from that joy of mm. just being being present with uh, with whatever you're doing that that's really gcd and i think that's a lot of what the uh, the um, the feedback was in the surveys at uh, Next Actions uh, Associates in the in the UK uh, really was to to get all that stuff out of your head so you don't you know continually feel feel bad for all the stuff that that shows up. Mm. And it is it is um, something we've found or that that is the truth is that um, what we call the Sagarnik effect, where everything that's not finished in uh, in your life will have a piece of your mind. Uh, unless you write it down somewhere where your your brain trusts it, like when you we use this in our keynote speeches and sometimes in the seminars, I think also that um, the idea of writing something down and park it where you can see it is uh, very beneficial. For instance, if you go home, you're home, you're going to bed, you 
remember some papers you have to bring to the to the office the day after. You really you, you can't forget them. It's really important. Where do you put them? Well, a lot of people say I put it in front of the door, maybe in my bag mm. in front of the door. And and when you ask people why are you doing then this, yeah, well, this is not. I will not forget it. I don't want to forget it. And and I ask, is that the whole truth? Maybe you write it, put it in front of the door because you want to forget it as well. Um, because if you didn't put it in front of the door, what would happen is that you will be constantly reminding yourself it's very important. I can't forget it. I can't forget it. You will sleep bad uh, at the same time. But if you put it in front of the door, you create an idiot safe system. You will not forget it tomorrow morning because you will uh, pass the door. You will see your bag. You will take the bag. And in the bag is what you need to take to work. And so so this is parked in a place where you're then the fr- in front of the door is your trusted system but in the bigger part of life you can't put everything physically uh, in front of well i'm sure you could maybe like yellow <laughs> sticky notes on your on your door leaving home and maybe I'd sticky like notes on the bus part. and then <laughs> sticky notes in your office and in the you know the the in the toilet in the office in the door maybe but everybody will put sticky notes for things that they will not need to want to remember so so but you you need to have a place to park those reminders that's in your calendar and that's your list system, GTD list system. But then to park things outside your head so that you can let go of them. You don't have to remember everything you need to get done. Mm. That is a waste of your mental energy. So get it out. Put it somewhere where you can see it after and make decisions. Put it in a trusted system. Look at that system and then do. (laughs) Which is now kind of massaging in the five steps of GTD all the time here now. So... Well, no, but um, I think, like mm. you said, like you said earlier, it really you know comes back to what we started off talking about, which was the definition from from the WHO. Um, you know, realizing your own abilities—that really is inherent in GTD. Coping mm. with the normal stresses of life—we've talked about that. Work mm. productively and fruitfully—that's certainly directly part of GTD as well. Mm. Um, and ability to make a contribution to to his or her own community. So, yeah. so that's um, you know, for me, that that's where a lot of the inspiration comes in and i think you've touched on that as well why do we do gtd and and, mm. and why other people contribute in the ways that they do so it, mm. it really all comes comes back to how you could use these uh, these five steps and, and gtd in general to to support your your mental health mm. indeed and again um i want to remind people that if you feel that you are in a position where you have serious mental health problems uh, please uh, visit your local um, health authorities talk to a friend don't go silent uh, we mentioned want to talk about it.com we will link to that in the show notes so if you're feeling that you're not coping with your life and need help please get help hmm. exactly and um, remember you know get things out of your head it makes it makes a huge difference i as a sign of just a little uh, anecdote is I have a, a client who are who's listening to the podcast I'm sure he will understand who I'm talking about but he has uh, worries about big things he don't know how to do uh, in his work and we call them trolls you know the the, the Nordic or of Norwegian you trolls do in <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> the trolls are are scary creatures living in scary giant creatures living in the forest or in the mountains and they are you know super scary that's in the fairy tales of Norway no wonder we were Vikings we, you know <laughs> at some point you scared the 
crap out of children and uh, with the trolls. But he has his own trolls, which is you know worries where of things he don't know how exactly to to um, uh, to handle. So, but to, to identify the trolls, write them down, look at them, and ask yourself, what can I do to move this forward? How can I dissect this troll? So it is, you know. And then when you start doing that, he he becomes less and less scary. The troll, and um, suddenly it's a project. Hmm. Uh, you know where he can move forward on and your your fears of of uh, of things are often bigger in your brain than in reality absolutely yeah so write them down look at them i've two psychologists who attended the course um some years back and told me that you know they think that this is very good for patients who are struggling with a lot of um you know um you know, a thought fog where you have too much things to think mm. about. You are your in your brain is just storming with a lot of things to think about. Just write one thing down by another, and I wouldn't say voila, you are you don't have this problem, but I think voila, you will feel a little better, yeah. at least. Exactly. So yeah. Mm. Uh, should we say that's it for today? I don't know if you exhausted this. Let's uh, no, I think let's uh, let's do that. Hopefully, this was uh, was helpful for, yes. for everyone to to just you know uh, talk a bit through this and um, mm. and hopefully gave you some thoughts on how how GTD relates to all this. Mm. Um, and we always wrap up the episodes. I have the pleasure of reminding you to head on over to gtdnordic.com. So have a look around, find the country websites for, for each of the Nordic countries, and on each of those websites. You can find articles about GTD, uh, links to newsletters, groups on social media, um, and of course, all of the different offerings that we have, including speeches, seminars, and coaching, both physical and virtual. Mm. If you're outside the Nordics, gettingthingsdone.com is the place to go to find your local partners. And as always, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. And if you do, we always appreciate it when you share an episode with a colleague or give us a good rating on iTunes. It really helps mm. the discoverability of the podcast. We just passed 150,000 downloads of the podcast series. So thank you so much uh, for listening. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody who, who listens. And thank you for sharing the podcast. And, 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 and as Lars said, it really helps the discoverability of the podcast. If you rate it somewhere, you know, Amazon has, uh, you know, if you listen to Audible, um, give us a thumbs up. If you feel that we are a podcast, you will recommend to someone. So thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe mentally and physically and stay productive. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. And by the way, we are on YouTube. If you are not watching this, we <laughs> forgot to mention that. I'm sorry, guys. But, or girls uh, and girls. Uh, we are... Uh, uh, the reason we talk about the stress graph, I told you the stress curve explained, is because this is also... We recorded you know, on the video. So if you go to gtdnordic.dk channel on YouTube, gtdk or... Is that correct, Lars? That's your channel. We'll have to put that in the show notes. Okay, you will put it in the show notes. The the links to the um, so if you're looking at this not physically with the video only listening, that might be a good idea. Then you can see us as well when we make mistakes and laugh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Bye bye everybody. Bye everyone.